Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is OT with Monster Moose. I am Mons. I am Moose. And we're done. Okay. So that was fun. <laughs> well, that's, that's how the baseball season is. Yep, it's done. Just like that. <laughs> Didn't even get to play a game. Didn't get to play a game. Don't need to play a game anymore, man. What a... What a just a complete shit show it is. It's gross. They're going to destroy a sport. It, I mean, they've been killing it for years now, but this may be... I think this, this may be that nail in the coffin. Yeah. When are they going to talk again? Nobody knows. I have no idea. Nobody has any idea how many more games are they going to cancel. Nobody has any ideas. I think that they were going <clears> to... <throat> they said that they were going to continue negotiations at some point. Yeah, but I'm like, when? You had four months to get this done. I feel like they sit down and they go... All right, guys, so we want it to be at, like, a 220 cap and players union like no we want a 230 click bye that's it and then just walk away and i'm like what the fuck just happened <laughs> the first meeting lasted seven minutes and that was before christmas tells you everything you need to know and i'm just like you couldn't come up with something yeah they're like oh how you doing i'm gonna go get my kid uh this and this uh, great good how are you how are you all right i got a plane to catch okay bye i think this this one falls on the owners and the, and the commissioner 100 percent because the players have been saying throughout the whole offseason like Yo, let's go. Like, let's get this going here. Yeah. And now they're already canceling games. Yeah. Who's the Who's the head of the the players union? Oh, I don't know. Because usually they always have like the one guy that represents. They, they had. There are so many players that are talking about this. I know Rizzo was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Stroman was talking about it. Walker Bueller was. You know, Max Scherzer has always something to say. Always. But it's just the the fact that they couldn't get it done. And they finally started to go hard with negotiations 24 hours before the deadline that they set. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's that's a little fishy. Like, oh, it's the play, the player's attitude changed all of a sudden. Like, I don't think I don't think so. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't make sense for their attitude to change now because no. they're getting screwed out of the season now. Yeah. So they want to get something done, but you're not going to be there in order to negotiate. And Manfred hasn't been there. For, like, almost any of the negotiations until two days ago. So how is the commissioner going to gonna say all this shit and not be there mm-hmm. until the night before? Like, come on, dude. They, they, they need to get rid of him. He, is, he has been terrible for the sport. Fixes in. <laughs> it, it honestly feels like that. Yeah. Because he doesn't... He, the whole Houston National thing in itself was just a train wreck. He doesn't know how to market big players. I mean, come on. You have Tatis, Otani, Trout. You have these mega stars, and you don't know how to market them. Mike Trout has, what, 119? Uh, no, 1.9 million followers on Instagram. I'm like, you don't know how to market your biggest players yep. to make your sport bigger than what it should be? Yep. And, and now best, you're killing it. Your best player doesn't even have 2 million subscribers on fucking Instagram. And Tyler Hero, a forward of the Miami uh, heat has over two million. It's just like what? Like, what are we doing? You need to market your your your, your sport guys. and your product. Like Judge doesn't need marketing. He he he's in New he's York. In New York, he markets himself. Yeah, but but don't other you, people. But even then, even with that, you could take that stigma of being in New York and push it even further into the atmosphere. Yeah, you could fucking you can you can go to the moon with into that. the ground. And you can you can do this stuff so many ways. You have Tatis. You have. Uh, What's his face in Philly? Harper. You got Harper. Um, you who have, else? Soto. Yeah. I mean, you got. You have superstars. You have stars. All and they're all the and league. they're all young. 
Yeah, why, Otani, why, like you said. Why are you messing around? They're fucking it all up. And it's just like, at what point do you, like, this dude needs to, he is not good for the sport. No. And the longer that he's there for, the worse it's going to get. Because yeah, I don't know how you get rid of him either. I don't know how that happens. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's an owners. They they vote on well, it. That's what I'm saying. The owners may have to. And and I don't know. Right now, he may be for the owners, so the owners are probably fuck, fuck him. Yeah, and I know the owners and and him wanted a mediator. Like this was like a couple weeks ago, and they're like the players are like we don't need a mediator. Yeah, we're we're good. We're, we know what we want. We don't need a mediator to come in and, and tell us what we need, because from I know it's a lot of. Like salary tax and and luxury mm-hmm. tax and all that, so that that stuff I'm not completely like up to date on of what they want compared to the other side, but it's a money thing. It's always money. And they want to they want to make the playoffs fourteen teams. I'm like, dude, how many teams are you letting into the playoffs at this point? Yeah. What? Like, who, uh, who the fuck said it? Ah, oh, shit, I forgot what baseball player said it. Like, all right, we're gonna breaking news. We came to an agreement. <laughs> that uh, the luxury tax is going to be $500 million. Um, we're going to play 162 games. All 32 teams are going to make the playoffs. Everybody gets a participation award. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Like, why are you messing with it? Like, the There's dynamic, just too many teams. Like, 14, that's, al- that's almost half the league. Yeah. Why Why do you need 14 teams in the league? Like, what's going on? If you can market your product better, you don't need 14 teams. You don't need 14 teams. Like, come on, dude. You don't need 14 teams. There. They're taking a slow sport and they're they're killing it. They're just killing the sport. They really are. And I'm it's, like, there's not, there's no passion for it anymore. Kids don't seem to be passionate about baseball the way they used to because it's it, just dying. It, it's off. hard to keep the attention span of a kid for more than ten minutes, and a baseball game is close to four hours now. Yeah, uh, it never used to be my problem, but so it's like there used to be like a, but I'm saying like even playing it like. Kids liked playing baseball. Yeah. Nobody really likes to play baseball anymore. And it's just like... Nobody gives a shit. And it's bad. It's yeah. bad because they, they were saved the first time from the lockout because of Sosa and Maguire because they were juicing. Yeah. So they got saved there. I don't know how they're going to possibly save it now. I don't know. Dark it, days. It, it really is. And, it, and, it's, and it's a shame because you have so many young players and the sport is actually pretty fun to watch again. Granted, the time is a little too much, but it's it's starting to become more fun where you have more likable players, mm-hmm. and that's what kids want. Kids like likable characters so they can idolize themselves after them, and then that helps grow the sport in itself. Mm-hmm. But they don't know how to do that. And I thought the Field of Dreams game was, was perfect. I thought it was a great game. They should be doing that at least once a year. They should be doing four games like that a year. So it's like, <coughs> what are we doing? They now, took a risk and it and it paid off. It was a great. And, it was a great risk. And hockey does that all the time now. They have outdoor games at least like two to three a year, mm-hmm. and people love it. And it's yeah. and it's a fun time. It's different. Why can we not? Why can we not figure something out here? Yeah. And, and it's it's crazy to think that you have, you have so much potential and you're just not doing anything. Yeah. Whatever. They they just. It's frustrating because it's like a sport that we like to watch and it's just like. Yeah, they've killed my passion off at this point. Like, I just, I don't know. I kind of go, you know what? You don't want to play? Don't play. Fuck it. Like, whatever. And, and, and look, 162 games is a lot of games. Like, you don't, honestly, you really don't need 162 games. You probably don't games. really need 162 games. But that's baseball. Baseball's yeah. always been, like, 
a long like I always remember just sitting there at dinner time and putting the game on and watching at least the first four fucking innings with my grandfather. Yeah. While we, you know you just watch the game. Exactly. You're, you're just, just hanging out. Hanging out. You just watch baseball. It's, yeah. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't intently watch it anymore the way I used to. Yeah. Because I'll be like, all right, yeah, I'll keep it on. It's like background now, and then you, yeah. you're on your phone or you're watching here and there. I just can't watch a game constantly because, I mean, I won't lie. As I got older, just more things come up in your life. You're like, all right, sure. I don't have three hours to spend. Yeah. Every fucking night watching the Yankees, whereas once a week, you watch yeah. football and you're like, I can put away. I'm, I'm- it's one day. It's one day. Yeah. So it's like, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Even even and though even like hockey and, and basketball, it's like, it is still a little too consistent for me. But it's at least like it's 82. Yeah. It's not 160. And it's not every night. It's not every night. Yeah. And it's just the lockout. Even with analytics now, it just makes the game boring. Analytics have gotten involved in every aspect of every sport. <laughs> and it's just of like... Every sport now. And baseball's like, like, come on, dude. They want to make the bases bigger, which I don't know what that means. I don't know what that does. Yeah. I don't know what that does, but getting the bases bigger, the jamming shift. the shift, I'm like, learn to hit the fucking opposite way. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Learn to hit the opposite <laughs> fucking way. Yeah. Why is that so fucking difficult that you can't learn how to hit a fucking baseball anymore? <laughs> you're getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars to hit a ball. You can't hit a baseball. And you can't hit it the opposite way. You can't hit a baseball. And I'm not saying that I can do it because no, I'm not but a I'm baseball saying player. like But you're getting paid that much money to hit a ball. And no offense. If I if they ban the shift, I would look at Judge and be like, you better be hitting three hundred every year now. Yeah. Why? Because there's no more shift. What's your fucking excuse? Yeah, there's no excuse. And they'll go, you're right. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm fucking right. I'm the best in the world. <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, let's let's switch sports here because baseball is just a it's just a disappointment at this point. Mm-hmm. We got we got the combine this weekend. Yeah, some no name will kill it. And yeah, <laughs> drive up the draft board. Another DK. Another DK, but DK was you know he was he was what it was, bro. I'll tell you. There's a little bit of a disappointment this year. Well, because his mouth overran his skills. Very true. I don't know why he did that, but. Yeah, boy was trying to talk shit to Shannon Sharp. I'm like, what are you doing, I'm dude? Like, don't talk shit to a man that's that well dressed. Yeah, for, he's a good looking dude. Don't do it. <laughs> and Just don't, don't do it, Skip. Don't do it. <laughs> Need my diet, do. Need my diet, do. <laughs> that has got to taste awful, nonetheless. Skip. <laughs> when he when he puts the, the the goat mask on and he wears a LeBron jersey, oh, this shit kills me. Yeah, like, here we go. <laughs> Skip. Skip, let me tell you something. Skip. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm heavily into the draft now at this point. Yeah, I gotta try to get in there. I just keep fe- seeing a few names throwing the Cowboys way. I I do it every year. I look at yeah. a few names and then I go, we draft who we draft. Yeah. <laughs> I just go by what the stat because I'm like I just I can't. Get at 24, it. it's hard because it's, hard. it's like it's it, when at least last year it was like okay. Who could we possibly go? Well, we can... If you're within the top 15, you you should be at least somewhat involved. And if you're in the top 5 or 10. Oh! Yeah, dude. And if you have two picks in the top 10... Which I do. <laughs> you should be fucking coming all over the place. Oh, my God, dude. I just... I need them not to mess it up. I just can't believe the Lions. Poor Lions. They have the 32nd pick in the draft as well. <laughs> just imagine if they didn't have the second overall pick and they actually won the Super Bowl. Jesus, man. Bro. 
I swear to God, if they win the Super Bowl for the Jets, I make I, something's gonna happen. Something's wrong. Something something went very wrong. Very very wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're not really gonna talk about draft too much. I mean, we're just gonna maybe when we get closer to the draft. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna put some draft content out at he some wants point. To put some draft content out. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be league wide or just the Jets wise. I yeah. don't know yet. Cause I don't, I don't really go past like fifteen, really. Yeah. Like when I, yeah, when I, there's so many names. There's too many names, Nick. Man, there's too fucking many names. <laughs> like, I'm the, sorry, kids. Like there's the Jets many. alone have like nine to ten potential names. And I'm like, okay, I can't do this for every team. Yeah, I'm like, listen, guys, <laughs> guys, 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 guys. And then later on in the draft, I'm like, okay, well, is this dude gonna fall here? I, tr- I try to narrow it down to like four players. <laughs> so, th- this week we're just gonna do the recaps of the Jets and the Cowboys. Yeah. Before we'll get into like the visions and stuff in two weeks because we are bi weekly now. I'm so get fucking depressed tonight. Okay. <laughs> John, I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> Welcome to my life, dude. You expect it though. <laughs> At some point, I don't think I'm supposed to expect it anymore. <laughs> Not with my talent. Yeah. Well, you want to start with your team or you want me to go first? Uh, we can start with my team. Okay. The floor is yours. Okay, Cowboys sucked. All right, so anyway. Okay, uh, the Jets sucked. All right, <laughs> good show. Uh, listen, the their season was a disappointment. Yeah. Anything- <laughs> they started off really well, and it all of a sudden it just it just faded. Faded. Yeah. And when they got to the postseason, they really faded. Like yeah. shit, man, I'm faded. Yeah, they faded. <laughs> um, were there some positives? Yeah. Their offense looked great in the beginning. Their offense looked so dynamic. They technically, statistically, have the number one offense. Yeah. So that never, number one offense almost looked like they never took the field. Um, yeah, it was brutal. Their stud, C.D. Lamb, is starting to emerge better. Yeah. But they're starting to underuse him. You have Amari Cooper, Gallup, unfortunately, ACL tear towards the end of the season. That fucking sucked because I like Gallup. But now you have the question of getting rid of Cooper. You had a pass rush that never existed before. You finally had that this year. And it and it, it had to do a lot with Michael Parsons. M- Parsons was your biggest your biggest stud of the entire season. Yeah. On offense and on defense. He just the way Parsons has emerged, Dallas again has a an elite defensive yeah. unit uh in Parsons like Ware. Yeah. When Ware hit that field it was you scary. Went, oh fuck, man! This is this is the guy who can get to the quarterback, but he can't do it by himself. And this year he didn't have to. He had a lot of help. Yeah. But Randy Gregory is going to probably hit the market. Uh, Javon Curse is probably going to hit the market. Though I know that they want to keep him back, but a lot of pe- a lot of players said that keeping Coach Q was big. I think it is. They I were. Mean, they wanted. Look what he did for that defense. Yeah, they want to come back for him, so they may be able to get Curse back. You're not going to be able to sign everybody, but Curse. Actually emerged as a nice safety for them. Yeah. Um, so, they, like I said, they had some positives where Randy Gregory finally showed up. Uh, when Lawrence came back from injury, he looked good. Their nose tackle started to look pretty good. Um, their linebacking core was okay, but Parsons made it shine. Yeah. For other all kinds of reasons. I know LVE won't be back. They'll probably just yeah, let no. him go. Um, he was better than Jalen Smith, but he just he just somehow would have good games and really bad games. And I think, you know, looking at the draft, 
potentially, do you get Parsons a dance partner? You could. You there, know, there are a couple. The one kid, de- uh, Dean. Uh, no, Kobe Dean. Kobe Dean from, from Georgia. Yep. They were talking about him. Devin Lloyd as well is pretty good, too. Um, And then you look at the offensive line. And I'll be honest with you. The Cowboys offensive line is, I've said it, is not what it was. It's they're, not even they're close. They're getting old. They are old. And, and injured. And Connor Williams, I believe, is a, a free agent. Yep. And hmm, goodbye. Yeah. I have no fucking... He, he's a penalty machine. I can't even keep you. So, I'm very... I would be... As of right now, definitely okay with them going offensive line first first pick because I think that offensive line actually has to get rebuilt a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's still you'll still find value at 24 for offensive line. Oh, yeah. The, the, the offensive line is pretty deep. Same with wide receiver in this, well, that's, in this draft class. Th- that's why it's kind of one of those, you know what? It's maybe, okay, yeah. Maybe you do go that route. You um, could. You definitely could. I heard uh, the one kid from Texas A&M. Also, uh, I think the Iowa Center, but a lot of people like that kid. Oh, uh, Linderbaum. Linderbaum, but I don't, I don't think he's going to fall that far. Lots, that's what I'm saying. He's starting to grow on a yeah. lot of teams, so I don't think he falls. If he fell, I think you got to take him. Yeah. Oh, if he fell to you guys, I would um, definitely consider it. If I, you know, the Cowboys, like I said, their offensive line has been up and down all year. Their interior offensive line needs help. It just needs help. Tyron Smith didn't look great coming back from injury, but he was completely great. Like the beginning part, of, like yeah, before the injury, he was fine. I mean, completely fine. Um, I didn't even see him getting blown up that crazily in the playoff game. That, but like, well, th- Collins didn't play so great, but I think they hurt his ego a little bit when Terrence Steele started over him after he came back, and I was kind of like, but Lil Collins is. Like a really good lineman, why would you sit him? Yeah. Like, I think that fucked with their chemistry a little bit. I don't know. Terrence Steele was nice depth that they found. I like the kid. He, he's improved a lot. He he had a really good year after his rookie year was horrendous. Yeah. He had a really nice rookie uh, second year. The stud, Dal- Dalton Schultz, that had really emerged this year, is somebody they need to bring back. Not that they should. They need to bring him back. Because when... when uh, he complements that offense very well. Yes, and when Dak Prescott goes to him, the QBR is a 95, which is the highest in the NFL. Yeah. Higher than Evans and Brady. <laughs> higher than Stafford and Cooper Cup. Which is, I never, I don't understand exactly how they fucking... Yeah, I don't They do that, that because I go, yeah, but everybody on that list, though, you're like, they perform better. But anyway, well, you gotta... Because it's shorter, more intermediate that's, routes. Yeah, that's... That's only, why. So it, you need Dalton Schultz to come back. I think you probably move on from Amari Cooper for twenty yeah. million a year. I think you. Ha- like, I need more results. I won't lie. He just disappears. We talked about it before. He disappears yeah. when you need him the most, and and at the start of every year, though, Nick, he seems like he's hurt. Yeah, he seems banged up. And it's just somehow. like it's like I can't use you for twenty mil. Yeah, for twenty mil, uh, if they can get out of that, it's a bad contract. They it can is. get out of it. The Cowboys, which they which they very much could get out of. I that. think from what I've heard that they could. They got out of the bad Jalen Smith contract. They got out of that contract. Yeah. You can get out of this Mark Cooper. One I think they can easily. get out of this one. I'm not saying he he can't be a starter. Oh, he should be a starter. He's definitely a starter. I mean, a lot of teams could use him. Shit, you guys could use him. Like, yeah, a lot of teams could still use him. Um, I just don't think. But if is he worth the twenty mil? No, the twenty mil or the risk of. Trading a trade asset or draft asset, I should say. I, 
yeah, maybe if it's a third round pick, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't yeah. you? Well, I'd give it a shot. He's a proven player. Yeah. But, um, but is he the Mari Cooper of old? No. No, but he's not old. Exactly. He's, he's still like super 27, young. 28. So I still think like they'll find value in him to trade him. And then you could probably re- try to re-sign Gallup and Cedric Wilson um, to keep that a little bit of that core there and keep Dalton Schultz. I don't think Gallup's going to be that expensive. I mean, not after the ACL. Tag. Well, they well that's the whole thing is if if he didn't blow out his knee, he would have had a nice market for him. Very nice market. But I think now with the injury, I think you just kind of take a one year deal, see if you can work through it, and then yeah, you can go that route, and then maybe hit free agency again if you wanted to. Yeah. Or if Dallas is that confident in you, then you could sign him to a, a like a three year deal maybe. Yeah. And see if you're the still play, same player, but again, ACLs are weird. Yeah, some pe- some people bounce right back and they're and they're okay after a year. It's not like the old days where you blow no. your ACL and you're done. It's like Tommy John surgery. Yeah, it's like everyone's like they're gonna go Tommy John. Good, get him out of here. We'll see him in two years. Yeah, why? He'll be better, especially okay. if he's young. So, I I mean I get it for Gallup. I would try to keep Gallup if you can. Again, he's I think only twenty six. You try to keep Cedric Wilson, who's another 25, 26 year old. Ceedee Lamb's not going anywhere. He's but you got to get him more involved. It's got to be more involved. Yeah. Um, you're not moving on from Zeke. It's not going to happen because contractually I don't think you can. And I don't think he's your biggest problem. I don't think so either. But the only problem with Zeke is that his his cap hit. That's the only problem. Well, with him. that's a financial problem. Yeah. I can't, you know. <laughs> I, and honestly, I look at Zeke and, and, and I really do think he started getting hurt towards the end of the you year. You can see it. Which he's... is the first time in his career. Yeah. He's never really been hurt. I mean,. I got to give him that, that he at least has been one of the most durable running backs in the NFL. And some, people will, ne- boys, and some people will never say that. They'll never yeah. talk about it because of his cap number. And they'll say, well, he doesn't produce as well. I go, yeah, but he's a lot more available than Saquon Barkley is. Oh, yeah. A lot more available than Christian McCaffrey is. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. Yeah. I'll, I guess I take him. Why? Because he'll be there. Those others, well, they're more explosive. They're not there, though, to be explosive. Yeah, I mean. Look at the Panthers without McCaffrey; they're really Holy nothing. Holy shit! I'm, and if I, like I like we were saying before, if I'm if I'm the Giants, I'm begging you to take Barkley from me. Please take Barkley. You have you have Please. to. He's I don't not on fucking the field want enough. him. Yeah, I don't want him. If uh, I'm the Giants, I'll go draft two fucking running backs. I'm good. Yeah. Two young hungry kids, man. I'll fucking try to wheel and deal. And you can get them in like the fifth round. And no offense, when was the last time they had good running backs? Ahmad Bradshaw and Jacobs combo. Yeah. The thunder and lightning, bro. It, it's a, it's real. You yeah. can do it, and it's and it's a dying position. It kind of is. It like really you can is. find value in a running back late in the draft, or just without a big contract. Yeah. Just you can get it done. You I mean, look at some man. You just draft him. Yeah. <laughs> but Zeke, Zeke, I don't think he's your overall issue. No, I don't think he's the overall issue. He may have to take if they have to. He may take a pay cut. You know, if they can, I don't know. I, again, that's. Not my fucking team to have to, you know. Yeah. I don't know shit about fucking uh, finances, financing. <laughs> but overall, that like real quick, that's kind of what they need to do. They need to sign some players. Need to see where their priorities lie, and whoever they can keep, that's where you go in the draft. I still think in the in the probably third round they'll probably draft a wide receiver. I think in this league you kind of almost have to. I think in almost every draft in this NFL. You should be drafting at least one running back yep. and one wide receiver. I think you have to. I just think you have to kind of keep something 
Keep the it wheel emotion. moving. Yep. And, and especially with running back, because you, you can never know what you're going to find with running back. You never know. You could find a dud. You could yeah. find a stud. You just don't know. Yeah. And look at what happens when people start getting hurt. You need people. I, th- well, I will say this. Here's their biggest problem internally. And they probably won't realize it. Because they may, I hope, they may be too stubborn. There's one running back that needs to touch the ball more than the other running back. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to allow it. But Tony Pollard should be touching the ball a little bit more. Yes, he should. Ezekiel Elliott, so. He's, he's more. He's more a home he's more of a, Yeah, he's more he's of a playmaker, really. Yeah, he is. Where Zeke is more between the tackles, a bruiser that will get you and in the beginning, five to six and tough in, yards. And in the beginning of the year, they were doing that, and it was working really well. It's and just, I was like, guys, this is your bread and butter, because if you get those two going, that passing game is going to open the yeah. fuck up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when you let the fucking hounds out, it's fucking open season. Because th- that's... Like three or four really good weapons right there. Yeah, CD C- Lamb is becoming a stud. Yeah, and, and he's only in year two. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. It's he's year only two. it was only year two. Gallup is a nice number two, even number three. It's twinkle toes, bro. And and Cooper is no slouch. No, Cooper has not been a slouch. And Dalton Schultz, that, he that's emerged. four weapons right there. He emerged. Your offense. You wanted an offense that was going to score points. Well, it did. Half of your offense it is, it did. is supposed to be playmakers. But <laughs> the other problem was when it came time for them to rise against a good team, they couldn't. Yeah. And they would beat the fuck up on the NFCs, and I'm proud of it. But they would beat the fuck up on all shit teams. That's You're beating the shit out of these guys. I mean, look... Look at when Tampa versus the Eagles. They fucking even belong there. Yeah, they really did. I mean, I was like, fuck, I wish we versed them again. Because <laughs> we're fucking, I'll just dominate them. Yeah. And it's for you could just see the talent. It's it's not, not really day. close. Yeah. And you and Dallas, we go, all right, we're pumping our chest. We, I, don't, well, I should feel good after a 50-point win. Yeah, but go play a team that has a winning record. But then you go against the Cardinals, and you look like dog shit. Yeah. And I go, what the fuck happened? And, and, and a Cardinals team that was just f- just trying to stay alive at that point. And then you go against the San Francisco 49ers, who a lot of people thought shouldn't even be here. They got hot at the right time. And then all of a sudden you let them trample on you. Yeah. And the score was close, but it did, it wasn't that indic- game didn't look close. It was not indicative of how the game was played. That game didn't look it looked like the Cowboys could not get shit going. For three quarters, Dallas was non existent. And it's almost like exactly how Romo said it. If you stop this team on first down and second down, you'll stop this offense completely. Yeah. Because you just will not let them get going. Because like he does well against the blitz, but when he blitzes, like when they blitz that, he has to get that ball out quicker. So he has to he'll go to the quickest person to him. Yeah. And most of the time it's fucking Elliot, who's fucking two yards in front of him. Yeah. With a guy behind. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? I hate that shit when they go to the side like that. Yeah. I'm like, why are we why are we throwing him a little wheel route? <laughs> There's two defenders there. Why why are you yeah. putting Zeke in that position? It's I hate that play so much. They do a screen pass one on one. I'm like, can we not? It, it's almost like they're <laughs> it's like let's play it safe. Can we stop? Yeah. If it's you can't throw the, if you can't throw the ball down the field, you shouldn't be there. Yeah, no. And getting paid that much money, you need and getting to, paid that fucking much money. You need to really lock that down. I th- I I just think that 
everybody's got to wake up this year. They got to wake the fuck up. And McCarthy said, said it. He goes, we we got to stop with the penalties. Yeah, well, you got to stop with the fucking penalties. You got to be able to. You got to be able to make a game plan. You're not going to win every fucking game. No, I'm not saying. Yeah, that. you're going to look bad on certain games, but when those critical games keep coming up. You guys just gotta fucking win. Like they gotta win another twelve game season. They gotta go into the playoffs. They gotta, but they gotta beat the good teams. You can go twelve and twelve and five or thirteen and four, and go against half of them were bad bad teams. Yeah, and you like beat, your division, and you beat one or two good teams. Good for you, but you lost to all good teams. Yeah, except for maybe one outlier because it happens. Yeah, but you w- you lose to one outlier. I mean, they lost to the Raiders. They win the playoffs. They lost to the Cardinals. They made the playoffs. The Bucks. They playoffs. lost to the Bucks. They playoffs. made the playoffs. So you lost to at least three off top of my head, three playoff teams. And so the, what happened? And those are teams that you need to beat. You need to beat them. Yeah. And you couldn't beat them. Even like even in, in the I know it's the first game of the season, but against Tampa Bay, you guys were in that game the whole way and you look good doing it. Yeah, if you would have played like that against San Francisco, you probably could have beat them. Probably would have beat them. So and it's, again, it's week one. Week one compared to y- yeah, the you kind of go ah, but same. You're like yeah, they stayed with them, and even the even the Patriots game. Yeah, you're like you fought with them. I don't think it should have been that close, but you let it be that close. But you fought with them and you answered back. Yeah, that's what you needed to do. But it was like after that game, Prescott just. Went like this, and I think he may have been hurt, and he just, I, I, the only thing I'll give him credit is, <clears throat> he, he was definitely hurt, and he said, I'm not going to use that as an excuse. He said, I, I played piss poor at a part of the season. And a lot of people are like, yeah, but would you say your ankle? Because I'm not going to use that as an excuse. So, I mean, at least he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to say You that. can see that he was banged up after that New England game. Yeah. You could see it. But it's but like, again. I can't believe that, like, that lingered the whole season. Yeah, it's just like... That badly. It's just like, you really can't use it as, as an excuse. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, he didn't, thankfully. But He didn't try that, but... He's just got to get better against better teams. He's got to get better. The coaching's got to get better. Because at times it looks like it's a coaching decision. Yeah. Like, and CD was dropping stuff. I'm like... Yeah, no, CD was dropping. I'm like, why are we dropping balls And now? what's funny is that one throw against San Francisco, Cedric Wilson catches that fucking ball, which was actually a dime. Yeah. It's right where it needed to be, and Cedric Wilson dropped it. I'm like... Yeah. <sighs> Granted, I'm not saying it's the easiest catch. But it's catchable. But it was right there. Yes, it is catchable ball. He literally threw it where you needed to be. You... There are times where your quarterback is going to bail you out, but there's times where you need to you bail your quarterback. You have to bail him out. You have to. And that was a ball that he needed to bail him out, yeah. and he didn't. And it's a shame. It really is. Because I, I thought you guys had a, a very good offense, and that defense was coming along very nicely. Parsons is just a freak all year. He's fast. And I'm like, He's so fast. I'm like, this is the year. Maybe they can make a deep run, but here come it's, the Niners. It's, and it's, it's, just like, like, it's like, oh, we're talking about it again. And you're like... Yeah, but now you got to try to replicate it again next year, and they don't usually ever. Yeah, it's very difficult. So, you know, I don't know. I, I I'll try not to get too hyped up for this season because I try not to until indeed. until you're five games in, you're five and zero, oh, and you're and then I'm like, we're fucking, the we're fucking doing it, yeah. bro. And then they're like, but no team's ever won a game yet. And yeah. you, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and Skip Bayless would be like, I can't lose, bro. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. How about them, Cowboys? How? Damn cowboy! I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. That's my quick take on them, really. That's what they need to do. 
and it, like I say, you get unsour after a while. You get you used know, to it. You get you're like okay, it's been a, it's been a month. It's been two months. Yeah, I'm okay. I've it, lived. You, you'll get over it eventually. I'm 87 days away from my wedding, so it's just a it's matter all, of yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> it's, it's just a matter of time before you get over it. Yeah, it's a matter of time, and then we got the fucking uh, we got the draft coming up. Oh, I'm so excited for this draft. So that'll so be fun. Yeah. But unfortunately, my life is just a constant misery. It is a constant misery. Because <laughs> I'm a Jets fan. Because you are a Jets fan. Uh, all right, so where to even start with this team? Where do we begin? <sighs> Damn. A year ago. Th- this was kind of a year that I kind of expected. I kind of expected it to be a little bit better. Yeah. But nonetheless, it was going to be... A growing pains type of year. Well, how much did you say you thought it was going to be? How, like, uh, wins-wise? Six, I think. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, okay. I think I was like... <laughs> <laughs> but, the, like, their schedule kind of allowed it to be like that. There, there are games where, uh, you know, I don't even care. But, I mean, you're going in with a rookie head coach, a rookie quarterback, mm-hmm. the youngest team in the league, I believe... And then all of your off-season acquisitions and Carl Lawson and Gerard Davis and, and stuff like that, all injured before the season even starts, and they don't see it another play. Yeah. Then you have your stud left tackle get rolled up on in, like, the second quarter or the, or the second half of mm-hmm. game one. Oh, he blew out his kneecap. Okay, get the surgery. You'll be back in six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Really? Because he was out all season. I'm like... Okay, well, there, there's a part of the offensive line that's gone that yeah. is supposed to be your future. AVT is nice. The rest of the offensive line did actually a serviceable job yeah. when they started gelling together, which I think they were all like above like like average on PFF and stuff like that. So it's, not, it, not it's bad. It's an improvement. It, from what they had, yes, it's it is a big improvement. And one of them, didn't one of them have to... Van Roten's terrible. He's no, I'm saying, cut. didn't one of them have to retire? Didn't you have an offensive line that had to retire? I don't believe so. Like a young kid or something? You didn't? I thought I could have no. sworn. But, um, they're the youngest team in the league. What, yeah. what do you really want from them? Granted, me, I want more out of Zach Wilson. I think a lot of Jet fans will say that. Yeah. The kid, when he started... Yeah, Cameron Clark. Oh. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, he wasn't. He was like a practice squad guy, if uh, okay, anything. Okay, okay, bro. But Jesus, you can see it when the season started. That offensive line was not doing him any favors no. at all. So he got his ass beat for the first half of the season. Uh-huh. Granted, I think they had this hardest schedule against the best defensive teams in the league. So I'm like, okay, you can give him a, a little bit of a pass there. Well, his rookie season's not going to count no matter what to me. So he's got he he was throwing interceptions left and right. Yeah, which is a big problem. He was indecisive at times. He was inaccurate a lot of the season, which was never his problem coming out of college. Yeah, was the accuracy. It wasn't a con to his game. the The con was he plays too much hero ball, which you can see. Sometimes when he's playing this year, but he he got hurt, and then he came back and he came back a lot better. 
the first game back, I don't think he played well, but to round out the season, like the last five games, I think, he didn't have a turnover mm-hmm. or he didn't have an interception. I think he had one fumble. He started to – it started to click for him late in the season. But at the end of the season, he had really nothing around him. Corey Davis yeah. got hurt. Yep. Well, Corey Davis was kind of a liability all year. He didn't live up to what they thought he was going to be. He was dropping stuff. He, he kind of lived up to what I thought he was going to be, personally. He, I, I just don't feel like he's a number one. No, I, didn't, I never thought he was. He was dropping <clears throat> balls. He was hurt. He was in and out of the lineup. Elijah Moore started to come on at the end of the year. Got hurt. It's it's bad when your best receiver is Braxton Berrios. Yeah. Where he is probably not starting on most teams in the league. Except for the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it seems like he started to gain a lot of confidence with him. He was thrown to people named Tariq Black. Yeah, there you go. Which I when I saw that dude on the field in the in the Buffalo game, I'm like, who is that? I've never even heard of him. <laughs> so this team needs to find a way to get healthy because – and Michael Carter was hurt too. Yeah. So it's like, at what point can I have some kind of full lineup here? Yeah. For like three weeks, please. Because I didn't have it all year. Yeah. It was, it was one and thing Michael or another. And Michael Carter's looking good at times too. He's another one, but he's small. That A lot of this team is small. Barrios, Carter. Um, Davis isn't really small, but he's stature. Zach is smaller, stature. Yeah. Nice. And they, they need to find some kind of beef somewhere. They need yeah, a big. They did. He's on the offensive line. Yeah, and he's not there. Yeah. Which I know people are giving him a lot of shit Fish. for his for his weight and everything. Now, granted, his weight was a problem. Mm-hmm. His rookie year. This injury this year wasn't weight related. It was just that he got rolled up on, and his knee just blew out. There's really not much else that you can really do about that. But the recovery was bad because he was supposed to be out six to eight. But he's out all year, and when you can't, when you dislocate your kneecap and you need surgery, you can't move, you can't exercise or anything. So everyone at the end of the year is like, "Where is this dude? Like, is he coming back at all?" Never came back because the the recovery process never worked because he was overweight. Yeah. So you can't do anything. So supposedly he's getting, um, he's doing like this health treatment stuff or whatever. So I'm like, can we please get on the field for this kid? Because he, he, I'm surprised Zach Wilson didn't die this year. Mm-hmm. Defense, worst ranked defense in the league. Going in, I didn't think that they would be the worst. I thought they would have been close to the worst. Yeah. Well, they had times where they looked really good. That's the thing. They had, like, like, they had times where they definitely held their own, and then they just, they would get, they were on the field too much, and then by the end of the year, it looked like they were like, fuck it this. It completely switched. <laughs> like, if they were, like, if, if the defense would have played like they did in the first half of the season compared to the second half, they maybe would have won a lot more games down the road, but they didn't. Well, fuck your draft choice. <laughs> well, they did that, that when they beat been, Jacksonville. That would have been literally typical, <laughs> typical fucking Jets. But at the start of the season, I was worried about the cornerback because. Their one cornerback, Bless Austin, who was supposed to be like the veteran on the on the team, they caught him. They're like, we don't need you. So they <laughs> they fuck. just they just ran with the young guys. Yeah. With with Carter and and Hall. And, I think they and I think they ran it as a as a, you know what? Let's go through the growing pains together. Well, that, that's what they said. They said that we'll we get... want to get these kids as much reps as possible. Which I understand. And and look, not for nothing, the cornerbacks weren't really a downfall of this team. Like mm-hmm. I think Eccles. 
and 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 Hall and Carter. I think they played fairly well together. Ashton Davis just kind of sucks. I don't really like Ashton Davis. And Marcus May got hurt. No shit, of course. Defensive line. Where are you? Where'd they go? Carl Lawson gets hurt at yeah. in, in training camp. We heard that he was so good. And it's just like he was whooping Makai's ass all training yeah. camp. He couldn't be stopped. So that makes John Franklin Myers move outside. That's not where he plays. And then Quentin Williams. And it's just like, can we have just some semblance of what what are we doing? They couldn't stop a screen pass for shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mosley had a good year, but you had Quincy Williams. You had just uh, Nadral Dean in there. It's just like, who are half these people? It's just like, if you... Homson Nadral Dean, if I were to tell you that name, would you have any idea who he is? That's my point. It's just, they're, it's not that, I don't think they're necessarily bad, they just don't have good players, if that makes sense. It's just like, you're only as strong as your weakest link, yeah. well you have like, five, five weak, weak links. links. Yeah. And it's just like, what I was do we thinking do? of plugging and playing, like just trying to well, that's what it is. It's, plug it's, in what you can. It's the, it's the injuries across the board, it's yeah. just like... And then it's like, well, what do we do? Do we spend more money? We don't know because Douglas hasn't been the type of person that's going to really break the bank for somebody. Yeah. But now, with this upcoming offseason, it's, it's got to be one of the biggest in, in the franchise because you need to find out what you have in Zach Wilson. You need a franchise quarterback. And if you think it's Zach, then you need to get him every single weapon possible. Mm-hmm. You have money. You have, like, the third most salary cap. You have premium assets <coughs> in the draft. Yeah. You have, like, you have four picks in the top 40. Those four players should be starting day one. Don't care what else you do. You need to go out. You need to spend money on free agents, and you need to trade. Smartly. Exactly. You need to go out, get get yourself a Dalton Schultz. Throw the bag at him if you need to. You have the money to do it. <laughs> I know you don't like it, but... No, we're not, well, not going to have they, that. They need a tight end desperately. No, they do. And they, Dalton they, Schultz should be number one on their list. Yes. Absolutely. You, you need to sign a safety because Marcus May is not coming back. We all know that. And uh, what's their face from the Bengals? Is Jesse it, right? Bates. If he hits the market. If he hits the market. And if I'm the Bengals, I ain't letting him hit the market. No, no, no. But... You have opportunities to sign people at plate at positions of need. Yeah. Tight end market is gonna be nice. Safety market is gonna be nice. You have opportunity and you have a lot of trade uh, draft assets to go trade for a wide receiver if you want. Yeah. Calvin Ridley may be on the on the The possibility. I, I think it's met- a discussion, I really do. If the mental health thing checks out, yeah. I don't see why you don't make a phone call. Yeah. Amari Cooper's another one. Uh, Chris, it's true. It is true. Christian Kirk is another one. Um, yeah. Maybe D Hop. I wish D Hop. Maybe Mike Evans. Michael Alan Thomas. Robinson. Alan Robinson. No, not Michael Thomas. No, he's he's in the discussion. But I wouldn't want Michael Thomas. No, he's. Garbage. I don't need that. Yeah, I think he's garbage. And then you have draft draft assets where you're picking number four. You need to get yourself an edge rush or another offensive lineman. Which if Car- if um. Thibodeau falls to you at four. I think you got to take that boy. <coughs> you need to sprint, sprint to the podium you with go, that pick. Here you go. And then. So you can have him, Lawson, Franklin, Williams. There's no reason why that that defensive front can't go off. 
go off. Like, you can address the middle linebacker situation in free agency or later in the draft. LVE. Well, there you go. He, he's one of them. Um, there's another dude from Atlanta that I think he has ties with um, Ulbrick or something. But you need to start filling these positions with skilled players, with people that can play football. Yeah. Because half these guys shouldn't even be – would be on the practice squad of every other team in the league. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you need a tight end. There's It's a deep tight end class you can get. You need to make sure Zach is protected and that he has weapons. Mm-hmm. It's the only way that this team is going to survive. Yeah. Get him a big body receiver. People like Drake London. I don't really like him. 6'5". Big boy, Woo-hoo. but he's got my guy. <laughs> but he's got he's got like ankle injury that he had last year, and it's Ankles just like are a bitch, man. And it's just like he does. He's good at 50-50 balls, but who else was good with fifty fifty balls? Denzel Mims, and he's not even gonna be on the team next year. Fifty fifty balls, but fifty fifty ball. It's it's those are it's all that's good in the red zone. Yeah, that's I mean, that's literally Des Bryant's bread and butter. So if. If you can get separation, like Amari Cooper, who maybe has gotten separation in the past, maybe because he kind of disappears and he wasn't targeted as much, maybe he's not getting the separation, maybe he is and he's just not getting thrown. I don't know. They have Garrett Wilson coming out, who's a good route runner, and they have Traylon Burks, who's a big big body receiver and he's fast. Yeah. So you could do that at 10. You take the risk of Jameson Williams. But what they need to do is they need to – Figure out what Zach Wilson is and what this team's identity is. You're going to draft another running back at, at some point and go from there. you got to hope that your offensive line can stay healthy. You need to build, and I've always said, every team should build from within to yeah. out. Build in to out. And you think that you have your cornerstones in Becton and AVT on the left. Yeah, you would think. And then you have Morgan Moses and you have George Fant, who played very well this year. It's just a matter of them staying healthy and just just continuing to grow together. It's hard because the the wide receivers out, out wide are just not healthy. They're yeah. just not there. Yeah. It's hard it's hard to get chemistry with somebody when they're not there. And that's one of Amari Cooper's problems. He's not healthy. I mean he fought through a lot of shit this year. Yeah. I could tell, but it's also like <coughs> how good are you if you're not if you're, you're not, not 100% all the time. Yeah. Like, you could start 16 games, but if I told you 10 of those games he was banged up pretty badly, you'd go, well, what the fuck? Yeah, it was the same thing with Beckton last year. It was like, oh, he played X amount of games. I'm like, yeah, but he didn't finish half those games. Yeah. He, he started them. He just never finished them. Yeah. That's so it's like we need to get healthy across the board and stay healthy. Yeah. Because this, this shit where half your defense is gone, how are you going to win a football game? Yeah. You can't. It's just impossible. And they just have a lot of holes, but they have a lot of a lot of ways to fill those holes, and they need to do it because if they don't, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad. Yeah, and, I, and you can a little bit with free agency. You can solidify th- some proven shit. A lot of pieces that they need are going to be heavy in free agents. Mm-hmm. Safety, you have an abundance of safeties out there. Tight end, you can. What I think they should do is sign a veteran tight end whether it's Schultz, Howard, and Joku, somebody, and then draft one. Like, I like Trey McBride, but I'm not, I'm not going to go into that. But 
they need to find a way to fill these holes, and they have every aspect to do it. Mm-hmm. They have money. They have draft capital. Let, let's get this going now because mm-hmm. Joe Douglas's and Robert Sala's future depends on Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. Because Joe Douglas, he may be on the hot seat if I he doesn't he do is. it. Sala, I think you can kind of give leeway to him. If Zach isn't the answer, then okay. But at the time that you figure out that he's not the answer, at least you'll have some kind of a team in place for the next kid to come in. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. A so, lot of a lot of a lot of places believe in that now too. Is let's build a team, then let's go get our then bring in the quarterback because we can. Because who is the highest paid player? On the on the field, it's, it's usually the quarterback. The quarterback. Yeah. So if you have some high priced items around him, some, but you take him in a rookie contract, yeah. you got at least four fucking years, five years where you can do exactly. Shit. Let him grow with with this team. Even though I like Zach Wilson, I think how he played down the stretch was was very good and very promising. But the only thing I have to say is Sam Darnold looked the same way. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say you said the same shit about Sam because <clears throat> Sam's last four games of his rookie deal of his rookie year. He played phenomenal. Yeah. Then come year two. I I think it's I will tell you this, in my personal opinion, if the Jets have a very bad year again, both Douglas and Saul are out. I'll almost guarantee it. Especially Douglas. At this point, it listen, I've heard so many good things about you. You seem to be pressing the right buttons. Yeah. But no buttons clicking. And at this point or in time if it's another year of just nothing, and I'm talking like three, four wins, like they, they don't look good, they need you got to get the fuck. They out. need to at least double their win total from this year. You need to win eight games. You got to so, do I'm sorry. something because now, now, granted, I had this discussion with my dad the other day. Yes, Douglas doesn't seem like he spends a lot of money, but he's he's spending money in the right areas, but the players getting hurt. Yeah, which which it sucks I, because no, it I'll looks give him that it, it looks bad on him. Yes. But he brought in what you needed. He brought in a wide receiver. But his thing is drafts. Yeah. You need to hit on your draft. And if you, because you kind of can control that to an extent. Yeah. And right now, especially at quarterback, if you haven't hit there, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, you're kind of screwed. You just are. Like his first full draft, it was a COVID year. But again, that's, every team had to deal with it. So that's not an excuse. That whole first draft, Right now, has just been a bust. Yeah. Aside from Bryce Hall, everything has been a bust. Beckton's not on the field. Mims is a joke. He won't be on the team. Yeah. And everybody else is just is out. Was there a, a reason, 100% with him, or just... Mims? They want to say he was hurt, COVID. I think he had COVID, and then he had like some kind of stomach bug or some shit. And then he lost a bunch of weight and stuff. The dude can't play football. I'm going to be honest. He couldn't. He the he had ample amounts of time to play this year, and he just didn't play well. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even he was barely even on the field. Yeah, and I'm like, if you're six receivers deep, and you're still not playing, there's a problem. Yeah, and I was the, I was the first one to say, I'm like, why is this dude not getting on the field? Yeah, and then now we kind of know why. But in his draft, like I said, there was a lot of receivers in the first and second round. Yeah, you know someone. Or a couple were going to be busts. And it's, it's just going to happen. Yeah, and with a second-round pick, I know Douglas 
doesn't want to really admit it, but that's a bust right there. Yes, it is. And and Beckton is, is on his way because if Beckton's not on the field, yeah. he's not doing anything to help your team. Day day one people are cornerstones. Day two and three are supposed to be start, as starters. Yeah, and somebody who Mims who could have snuck into the back of the end of the first round, he he hasn't done anything. Imagine if you would have spent the first round pick. Oh, my God. I would have cried. <laughs> oh, my God. But that first draft compared to last year's draft is night and day. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think, hopefully, Zach Wilson's your franchise. If you take him out, AVT's a stud, Elijah Moore's a stud, or he's going to be a stud, and Michael Carter. Both Michael Carters, actually. Yeah, they both look good. Everybody look good. So, I mean... Just need consistency and health. And that's, yeah. But and, 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 I think they need to use Elijah the way they kept using him. Yeah. Just keep using him that way. He Just get the ball in his hands. This whole little Debo Samuel bullshit now is starting to become a thing. Yep. And I'm like, I, I look at, uh, at us and I look at C.D. Lamb and I go, yeah, Just we get, could do that. If you can get the ball in <laughs> their do hands, <laughs> let the playmakers make the play. Yeah. Let them do it. You don't. You could put them in the backfield. You could flip it to them. You can let them throw. They will make the play. Yeah. Just don't go away from that. Uh, Michael Four, also someone I didn't mention, looked like shit in the first half of the year. Until he went up into the booth, it was night and day with him too. It was just like people were calling for his head. I was too. I'm like, why is he, he? He's this highly touted guy. Why is he not doing anything? Yeah. Went in the booth, saw the field better, I guess, and yeah. Some people, uh, Quinn's up there. <coughs> so it's Quinn like, likes to be up there. Listen, I, whatever. If if that's where you're comfortable, and it that's looked, where you're comfortable. And he settled in up there. I mean, look, they had some good wins against some good teams this year, but again, that was their offense really going off. Yeah. They beat the Titans. They beat the Bengals. I mean, those are two. Big teams right there. Yes. His system worked whatever quarterback is in there. You had Mike White throw for 1,000 yards. It's like, at that point, Zach needs to see that that will work. Yeah. Take the shots when you have them, but, again, don't go completely far off. Yeah. It's just a matter of keep getting him weapons. I I, I hate saying the word hoping that he develops. That's all you have. And I don't want it to be hope anymore. It's all you have until you see it. And you I just think, hope that he can do what Josh Allen did. And look, people don't want to admit it. Josh Allen was a bad quarterback in his first two oh, years. Oh, if you you're blind, if you he was, I'd rather start a trash can. Than he him. was, he was very bad. He was very bad his first year. He was all over the place. He looked like a wild stallion who never got his legs yet. Yeah. Like, he would just, ah, the ball's over here. I'm like, but look what fuck are you doing? He and did. then all of a sudden. He got a good coaching staff. They got him Stefan Diggs. Yeah. And look what happened. But he, they developed him. And yeah. they just they stuck with him. And I, be, I bet you his coach don't put him down. His coach probably keeps building him up. Yeah. Saying, and, worry, you got and that's and something that they have the Jets have now in their coaches yep. rather than what they had in Gase and Greg Williams. It's like. They didn't even want to be in the same room with one another. Yeah. And Adam Gates is just a toxic person. He's just a shithead. Yep. At least with Douglas and Ulbrich and Sala, they're co- cohesive. They get the whole coaching staff together, and they, they lock themselves in the room, and they just talk for hours of where they want to go, how they want to do it, and how to get it done. And unfortunately, that's all good as long as it starts to work. Yeah. You could do it. I don't give a shit if you all did Pilates in the fucking <laughs> yeah. in the fucking parking lot. But it, if it works, then do it. If it's not working, cut the shit. Yeah, but it seems like they're on the right path. Yeah, it's just a matter of that path 
working out and being what you need it to be. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, this their whole regime relies on Zach Wilson oh, succeeding. Absolutely. Once you once you put once you put that card in for the first round for a yep. quarterback, your name's touted. It's yeah. over. You you need to you're be the locked guy. with this kid. That's it. Yeah, and from everything that I've heard, they love the kid. They like his work ethic. I think he's. I think Zach is already working with Berrios and and Elijah Moore and Corey Davis down in Florida, so that's good. I just you need more. You need more weapons that are elite and that they're actually playing week to week. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Just I'm, I'm hoping for the best, but again, hope hasn't gotten me anywhere. <laughs> no. To this point, <laughs> it's it sucks, but I'm hoping they're on the right path, but. I don't know. We'll see. Because yeah. free agency starts in two weeks. Yep. So. And it's going to be a frenzy. It needs to be a frenzy. I'm, ho- I'm hoping it starts before the po- the, po- the podcast. Yeah. This way, you know, we have some signings or some shit. It needs to. It, they really need to do a good job this year. Yeah. But if they don't, then they're in trouble again. Whatever. We'll see what happens. Only time will tell, my friend. Only time will tell. All right. You want to hop out of here? Let's hop out of here. All righty. If they want to find you, you can just catch me on Twitter at Johnny Mons. I will most likely save your life one tweet at a time. But only one. But only one. Okay. But what if they wanted two? Could you save them with two? Or just it has to be the one? It has to be the one. That's oh. all you're going to need. Okay. I can promise. And that's all you're going to get. After that's all you're going to get. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at dbor2730. That's D B O R. 2730 Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the show, Brotherhood of Podcasting, on all major podcast platforms Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the good stuff. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as well. And um, yeah, with that being said, we'll catch you guys in a couple weeks. Catch you on the flippity flip.